Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine a year where someone combined Ender's Game and Titan AE, but it's a video game movie? Wow, that's a very specific idea and year, Zach. Which year could that be? The year is 2001. One, 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 one. Welcome to Oldie Butter Goody, the podcast where we look at 2001 and we talk about movies and we do other stuff sometimes too. This week, video games, they're fun. Mm. What if it had nothing to do with the franchise? <laughs> Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. My name is Sandro and my co-host who chose this movie is Zach. Blame him. Yeah, but also, but also, I'm right though. It's just Ender's Game and Titan AE just sort of smushed together. I forgot it that Titan AE existed and now I need to rewatch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a classic. <laughs> it's a classic. Okay. The Titan AE animation is different from the animation that I remember, but it's still a good movie. Still very similar. Oh, no, no, no. I was right. It's the yeah. aliens I'm thinking from Titan AE They're with similar. the same sort of CGI alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Were they CGI in Titan AE? Yeah, the aliens. Huh. I don't remember that movie very well. Yeah, cool. All right. And your other, the other thing, what was the other movie you mentioned? Ender's Game? Oh, yeah, that thing. That's a good movie. I mean, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good it's book. A good book. <laughs> it's a very good book. Love the book. It's a good book. But it's, but Ender's Game, right? You remember Ender's Game? You read Ender's Game, right? I read the first two, I think, and then was like, this sequel's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, it's the same as, like, the first one, right? Where you've got that one person who's here to stop the aliens, but also has a connection to the aliens, something, something. Yeah, pacifist, big twist. Uh, spoilers for Final Fantasy, the movie that no one has watched. <laughs> mm, mm, that's true, that's true. But also... It's maybe a good thing it wasn't connected to the games. Because we didn't know anything about the games. I have never played... The only thing that I know about the Final Fantasy games is that in one of them, someone dies at the end and everyone cries. In an another one, you could go camping and eat food in, mm. like, extended food cutscenes. And also that uh, one of my friends plays the MMO and likes it. That's all I know about Final Fantasy. Uh, I know Cloud has Big Sword... Okay. Um, and I know that everyone looks super emo. Yes. That That is about my extensive knowledge. Um, Lots of anime hair. Oh, yeah. And then all unconnected as well. It's a yeah. it's an anthology. But this didn't feel like... Because Final Fantasy is fantasy, right? Yes. Well, this, well it, this did have fantasy in it, though. That was the weird bit. I mean... <laughs> of this sci-fi movie. Yeah. It was a pretty typical, like, uh, what's the word? Environmentalist, pacifist, sci-fi action film. Yeah. When they're good, they're great. But most of them are just Avatar. Oof. 
Oof, savage. <laughs> Absolute cabbage. And this is kind of boring and cliche, yeah. just like Avatar. We've 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 watched a hundred Star Trek episodes. We've watched the movies. I still watch them. They're still good. I'm watching the Orville right now. Oh. It's like Star Trek back in the old days. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard very good things. I've seen clips from Orville. I really want to watch it. It looks it's it looks good. brilliant. I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm enjoying it a lot. It has that good level of humor sort of thing. So yeah, it'll be like really dumb but everyone's taking it so seriously that it becomes a quandary and it's great (laughs) (laughs) that's fantastic we're avoiding talking about this movie really we we're kind of comparing it to things we're going off on rants but i'm just gonna rein it in okay right i've got my reins here you're a horse i'm reining you in nay and i'm being like zach if you tell me what you think of this movie, I will give you this apple. Oh, an apple. I went far with that metaphor. It's a pre- it's a pretty shiny apple. That's a pretty oh, pristine yeah. apple. I cleaned it on my uh, on my jacket. Yeah, that's a that's a nice leather jacket. I didn't know they came in yellow though. Yellow's a weird color for a leather jacket, but you you rock it. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. What did you think of the movie? <laughs> oh, yeah, the movie, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, you were raining it in, weren't you? Um... I was raining it in, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, the movie, it was all right. It was It was all right. Look, it's definitely, it's not a bad movie, but it's not really a good movie either. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like a middle ground movie. The animation, though, pretty good. I was I was surprised. Even today, I could expect someone to make a movie of this sort of quality. I would expect Square Enix to release a video game with this quality of cutscenes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know even. what that says about Square Enix, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's got some great animation in there. Mm. Um, some pretty good voice acting. Mm-hmm. There is some big star names in the voice actors that I did not expect at all. Yep, yep, yep. There is a lot <laughs> of that. I was expecting unknowns just throughout. And um, the story was kind of lame. Yeah, okay. Although I did like the whole like weird spirit thing that they were doing. Because it opens with mostly just sci-fi alien stuff also it's sci-fi this is a sci-fi movie not a fantasy movie yeah no it's sci-fi not fantasy 100 percent. yeah it doesn't it doesn't feel very fantasy the games are called like science fantasy well i've i've seen stuff from them there's like motorbikes and other things like it's 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 the got that vibe but i feel like in the games it's more fantasy than sci-fi yeah it's not shooty shooty aliens like people are still using swords yes because i know cloud has one because he got a big boy. He got a big sword. It's a pretty great sword. Hey, Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said your first impressions, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first impressions, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What's uh, what's your first impression? Could you please uh, tell us your first impression? I'd love to hear your uh, first impression. I will tell you. My first impression? Yep. Uh, my first impression is uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy. The Spirits Within. Uh-huh. Probably should have just been a bloody video game, mate. Probably should have just been a bloody video <laughs> game. Not a fucking <laughs> movie. Just put it on the... Just put it in a video game. And <laughs> this probably could have been pretty cool, actually. <laughs> but it's a movie. <laughs> and I like how there's, like, action set pieces in this movie that feel like levels from a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just turn... Just, just write a... Make this a video game. <laughs> and it would be cool because the story okay. is like A to B, very simple, small twist. Yeah. That's what you want in a video game plot. 
You don't want something big and expansive. Yeah, yeah. You know what this is? This is like the two-hour YouTube cut where they've gotten all the cutscenes together. That's what this is. <laughs> from a Final Fantasy game, and that's the movie. Just, like, even if it was, like, the first-person shooter Final Fantasy game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a weird kind of, like, it's not a numbered entry into the series, it's a standalone. That would have been cool, and probably what this should have been. Instead, it's a movie that I was bored through most of. <laughs> Woof. I was quite bored watching this. I only got really bored near the end. About an hour, 20 minutes. I was like, for movies like this, hour 20, that's my my go time. I've said it on other movies before. An hour 20, I like I like these movies nice and short. A nice short movie. Yeah. Because that's that's when my if I'm not fully engaged with the movie, that's when my attention span starts to die. Yeah. And so for the last 20 minutes, I was like, alright, hurry up. Yep, alright, there's Gaia. I was like that as well. But I was like that from maybe like half an hour into it. Once I figured out what was going on, I was like, oh okay. Yeah, there's not much mystery with the plot. Anyway, you picked this movie out of a bunch of other films that came out this week in 2001. Do you remember where any of them were? No. Well, here I'm going to bloody tell you. <laughs> oh, hot diggity. Ah, uh, what? Okay. One of them was called... Hot, hot, get on, hot damn diggity dog. You want a hot diggity dog? All I've got are hot yeah. dogs. No diggity. If there's no dirt on my dogs, I ain't digging. You know? Well, I've got some cold diggity dogs. Could I interest you that in that? That sounds awful. That does sound really bad and probably unhealthy <laughs> yeah. for you. That's a, it's a cold hot dog with dirt on it. That sounds pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> All right. Your other options were bully. A bunch of teens go to murder their mutual bully. I do like I do like a bit of random murder in your otherwise normal stories. That's it's true. Good. It's good stuff. Uh, the Genie Project, original Disney Channel movie about a monkey that speaks sign language and then probably gets kidnapped by some mm. like circus guy and uh, the lead has to go and save the monkey. Big pass. Any movie with monkeys in it. Nope. Legally Blonde. Classic comedy. Good stuff. Good, enjoyable film. Mm. But I feel like we don't want to do good, enjoyable films. We want swings and misses. So you pick this one instead. Made. Oh, absolutely. The first ever movie from John Favreau, who, you know, directed Iron Man, Jungle Book, who's one of the showrunners on The Mandalorian. Uh, it's him and Vince Vaughn doing some money laundering. That film looks really good, actually. I do want to watch that. And then also The Score, mm. which is a heist film by Frank Oz about stealing a French scepter. Ooh. <laughs> That, uh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. But I thought this was uh, definitely the choice for this week. A bit of a funky, bit of a mix-up, you know? Just like, like, it's different. Yeah, this show is all about digging through the dirt, going into movies that mm. everyone thought were bad at the time, and being like, but is this bad, actually? And most of the time, it is. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, that's kind of what the show's about. Hey, but this one, again, it's not bad. It's just not great. No. It's, 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 it's like right in the middle. Could be better, could be a lot worse, visually really impressive, had some fun moments. I'm I'm alright. It was it was very long though. Yes. And by very long I mean like an extra twenty minutes too long. It was an, an an hour and forty minutes, I think, without credits. Yep. Quite long for an animated movie. So just hour and twenty mi- minutes I would have been like, you know what? This was a nice this is a nice morsel of a movie. Nice little You know what? 
make this a 10 minute short film, I would have been like, great. Yeah, well, everything could be a good 10 minute short film. Not everything. Bloody try and tell me that Apocalypse Now is a good 10 minute short film. <laughs> yes. No, no. I think it would be. So it was released July 11th. It is written and directed by Hironobu Sakaguchi who is the creator of the Final Fantasy franchise. Wow! He wrote and directed this. Uh, it was originally entitled Gaia, but at some point they were like, we need to add Final Fantasy to that name because that's what everyone knows you for, and we want those gaming fans to come on in and watch this. That's and true. Actually, yeah, engage. Oh, right. So it wasn't actually Final Fantasy. No, this wasn't meant to be Final Fantasy. Ah, that's why it has nothing to do with the games. It's because they just put the Final Fantasy thing. Ah, that explains so much. Yeah. It's just his own little little thing, little Gaia. I like I like that more. If knowing that this movie was intended to just be called Gaia, mm. it makes it a lot more interesting. I think that is a, a much better idea than yeah. what they did. But also, you can't blame them for, you know... Yeah, no, no, absolutely. ...wanting to get an audience. They could have called it, like, Final Fantasy Gaia, though. Final Fantasy... Yeah, The Spirits Within is a dumb name. Yeah, The Spirits Within is... Although it's not too far off, I like Final Fantasy Gaia more. Final Fantasy presents Gaia, maybe. Ew, Final no. Fantasy... The final and the fantasy presents Hobson Shaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say, what? What the- <laughs> What are you talking about? No, that sounds terrible. What is this like a is this is this a show? Is this a stand-up routine? <laughs> a stand-up routine. Is that is was... Mr. Final and Mr. Fantasy gonna go up on stage and present <laughs> Gaia? Their new form of like tech for the big, big uh, Silicon Valley presentation. It's the final and Mr. Fantasy. They're like, hey, how's it going? Good to see you. Hey, you heard about these, uh, you heard about these phantoms. Yeah! I'm the other day I was on an airplane and I was like, what's the deal with all these phantoms? What's the deal with all these phantoms? Because you see, phantoms control your mind. The world. I tell you what, the only thing that controls my mind is my ex-wife and my stepmom. You're a bit weird, Mr. Fantasy. <laughs> oh, you're a little bit weird too, Mr. Final. What sort of a name is Final? Are you yeah. dead? Oh, like a spirit. And that leads us into our next two-hour presentation. Uh, this is the first ever full-length reali- photorealistic animated movie ever. It took hundreds of people to make this, and I've got some facts that are going to blow your tiny mind. I just called your mind tiny. That's right. Whoa, it's, it's already blown because you insulted it, but also it's very curious, so oh. it's going to ignore it so you can talk about them. You probably guessed, but all the character movements were done with motion capture. Yeah. Oh, oh very cool. Except for the hands and the facial uh, movements, which were painstakingly done manually. Wow. Yeah. That's very impressive. That would have taken a while. Uh, all the backgrounds were matte paintings. That's pretty cool. Classic. They had so many paintings and various artworks that by the end of making the movie, they filled up 15 terabytes of artwork for this film. That's a lot of wow. terabytes back then. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to get some of the artwork. Yeah. From this, you know. Have it on a wall or something. Because it looked pretty nice. I just like that this piece of factoid was out on the internet. Mm. The fact that the movie consists of uh, 141,964 frames, and each frame took 90 minutes to render. Wow. That is a lot of time rendering. Yeah. 
Damn. Tell you what, last time I bloody rendered that for that long was after I had a milk drink because I'm lactose intolerant. It's me, I'm Mr. Fantasy, I'm back, boys! <laughs> oh, no! Mr. Fantasy, how did you get in here? You're not legally allowed to be in a 20-mile radius of this building, Mr. Fantasy. No! I can go wherever I want. Quick, we need to get final on the phone. Yeah, he's already dead. Oh, God, no, not again. Um... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just a regular Sunday night for me, boys. <laughs> yeah. All right, the cast, Dr. Aki Ross uh, is the main character. She's played by Ming-Na Wen, who is the voice of Mulan. Wow! Yeah, she's pretty good. She's May in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's also Fennec Shand in heaps of Star Wars TV shows. Mm, I've seen her in a lot of stuff. She's cool. And I think she's a perfect fit for this character. Yeah. The main character is kind of boring, but as a personality and as a look, really good. Yeah. She has a weird, like, grumpy streak. (laughs) Yeah. She's just kind of grumpy with people for no reason. But uh, otherwise, she's your generic main character. It's not important. It's not important to have emotions and feelings for the main character. No. It's more about the side characters. They're the ones that really get you in. And there's a lot of them. Uh, There's Dr. Sid, which is Donald Sutherland, President Snow himself. I was like, what? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, He also looked like the animation for him was great. Yeah. I don't know what was different between him and everyone else, but his animation looked a lot better than some of the other people. I don't know what it was. Uh, He was one of the two main, main characters. Oh, that's probably why. (laughs) (laughs) But also, yeah, he's pretty good. His character arc is really a nothing, though. His character arc is weird. It has some problems, actually. Right at the start, we'll get to it. Uh, Captain Grey, the love interest, is Alec Baldwin. <laughs> With the most Alec Baldwin name as well. Yeah, Captain, Captain Grey. That, descri- that describes Alec Baldwin to a T, I feel. Captain Grey. I mean, he can... Yeah, no, you're right. He usually plays like a straight <laughs> sort of guy that would be yeah. Grey. Yeah, yeah. He always... He always... He's playing someone a bit grizzled each time. Yeah. He's a grizzly boy. He is a grizzly boy. So, he's a bit grey, he's a bit grizzly. That's that's Alec Baldwin's thing. Uh, and the squad. The squad of marines. Because every game has to have a marine squad, and this is a game movie, mm. so it's got one too. Ving Rhames from Mission Impossible and Pulp Fiction is Ryan, I think is his name. He was good. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's there and he's like, I don't take shit from nobody. I'm Ving Rhames. And I'm like, no, your name's Ryan. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) You're a terrible actor. You're just putting your real name in the movie. What are you doing? Why did they cut this out? They spent four years on this movie. They had plenty of time to cut this out. Anyway, Steve... Very strange. Steve Buscemi is the comedy guy who at first... He kept making like real creepy jokes for the first maybe 15 minutes of the movie and then he started making real jokes which i think was a weird kind of foot to start him off on i liked him i liked him a lot he was it was good to have a bit of that comic relief i i i was very happy when he started saying anything i've got a a few few quotes and finally, Perry Gilpin from Fraser is is Jane, uh, who doesn't really get anything to do, but she's cool. Mm. Uh, this has a solid 44% on the old Rotten Tomatoes, 48% audience score, and a C-plus on cinema score. So right down the middle, like everywhere. Every single place, yes, which is crazy. Yep. A, lot, a lot of critics were like, 
the plot is cliche and silly, and the script is a bunch of dumb nonsense words, <laughs> yes. which is every sci-fi, so I don't know why critics were particularly, you know. Um, yeah. There was one review that got a laugh out of me uh, where the guy was like, all the environmentalist and pacifist stuff is, like, barely doing the bare minimum. It feels like the story is a Pokemon reject. And I'm like, this guy just doesn't like Pokemon. Yeah, wow, that's that's weird. Uh, audiences were like, eh. I think word spread quickly that it wasn't a Final Fantasy movie, so the Final Fantasy fans didn't really go see it. <laughs> yeah, and it alienates the other people who don't want to see it because they've never played a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, exactly. So why would you go see it? Yeah. It should have just been called Gaia from the creator of Final Fantasy. Would have been better. Saying all of that, everyone that did see it really liked the main character, Aki Ross. She was very popular at the time. Everyone was like, that's a real good sci-fi lead. In fact, they everyone liked her so much, the magazine Maxim put her in spot 87 out of their 100 sexiest women of 2001 list. The cover was her in a bikini. You can look it up. I won't, but thanks for the info. Yeah. The research you get into for this show. I know. I was doing hard, uh, <laughs> in-depth <laughs> research. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He was doing some hard research. <laughs> yeah. It's because he puts a lot of effort into the show, and I appreciate that, Sandra. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I am. Um, yeah. It, uh, it, Especially when it comes to bikini. <laughs> <laughs> bikini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bikini animated images that were made for the promotional use of a movie. Yeah, Because absolutely. all gamers are perverts? Is that what the thinking was there? Uh, no, all gamers are young. Oh, that also works. Yeah. <laughs> all gamers are men. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2001. <laughs> Women don't game. Woof. Right, that was the thinking in 2001. Woof. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. This cost $137 million. $137 million. Wow, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of Bezos. What? It's a lot of Bezos. It's me, I'm back. I, it's oh, Mr. No. Fantasy. I hate Jeff Bezos. <laughs> no, we told you. This is supposed to be a, a technological presentation, not a stand-up routine. <laughs> Tell you what, Jeff Bezos, more like Jeff can baze these asses. <laughs> what are you talking about, <laughs> Fantasy. I'm talking about Get the, the aliens that here. exist. That's right. I'm also, but I, I, I'm a good, I'm a crackpot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you at least admit it. They don't call me Mr. Fantasy for nothing. My head's in a fantasy. Your head's in a fantasy. That's what I call clouds fantasies. I'm very confused. <laughs> so am I constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell. All right, it made two hundred and. Two million. Two hundred and two million? Yeah. Of a one hundred and thirty seven million dollar budget. Uh you're really overestimating people's interest in this movie. This made eighty five million worldwide. <laughs> Oh, big bomb. It, big it, bomb. it flopped so hard, the animation studio that made this shut down. Oh, that's very sad. Which is a shame. Yeah, that's like hundreds of people losing their jobs. I feel bad because there's, there's great animation. That's why I feel bad for it all shutting down. Yeah. Uh, uh, but there are a bunch of taglines that we can make fun of, so that's okay. Yes. Sorry about my creaky chair. I know, it's a bloody... Oh, I haven't heard a chair creak that badly since... Nom! It's not <laughs> funny, Mr. Fantasy! Whoa. Whoa! What? Why is creaky chairs in Nom? What? Why are you in Nom? I'm so confused. I think it's a euphemism for something, but I don't know what. I'm Mr. Fantasy! 
Oh, God. Oh, the first tagline is fantasy becomes reality. Ha. Yeah. It's kind of clever, isn't it? Is it? Because it's Final Fantasy, fantasy, reality. Oh, it's a rhyme. Kind of. Thumbs down. Um, okay, how about the same thing but worded differently? Oh, yes. Do it. No more fairy tales. This is reality. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, except worse because it doesn't use fantasy in it. No, and it's also a dig at the game saying that they're fairy tales. And this is real story or something. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. Yeah. All right. How about the same thing, but worded even longer? Oh, my God. All right. Go again. A land where dreams mix up with reality and love to bring you a beautiful epic. Hey, well, that one's at least like it's got the whole thing of it's combining fantasy and sci-fi in it, right? So it's got that in it. So I, I don't mind that one, actually. I like that one better. Okay. I'll give that one a shaky thumbs up. Uh, and finally, this is my favourite, and I'm yep. I'm interested to see what you think. Truth in every dream. Because she has dreams, Zach. Yeah? She's a big old dreamer. But, but truth in every dream. But I have no idea. I haven't seen the movie yet. I don't even know what that means. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> is there dreams in this movie? Although it does kind of intrigue me. I'll give that another shaky thumbs up. I'm a bit confused, though. What would be your tagline if you were to come up with one? <laughs> it's from the video games, we swear. <laughs> it's from the video games. That's a pretty good one. Um, mine would be, it's a gosh darn tootin' movie. Yee-hee. Oh, God, Mr. No. Fantasy. It's just a quote. Yeah. It's just a quote from Mr. Fantasy. I wish Mr. Fantasy was dead. Oh. Quote. Mr. Final. Oh! <laughs> there's a bit of beef going on on the posters to the Final Fantasy movie I see with all these quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a text conversation just as the <laughs> just poster. on the poster? That's a good idea for a thing, but I don't know what that thing is. A comedy festival poster, maybe? Yeah. I feel like it's it's one of those things for either, like, a bit or something where it's like, you know that murder movie that was on Skype or whatever it was? Murder movie that was on Skype. Oh, Searching? Yeah, yeah, whichever the one was where it was like they had online chats and then one person died, but then oh, when they online chatted... Unfriended. Yeah, Unfriended, that's right. Yeah. That's it. It's actually an okay movie. I'm sure. But that trailer was pretty funny. I tell you what, I wish I could bloody unfriend Mr. Fantasy. Oh! You know, yep. Uh, Mr. Fantasy, more like Mr... I can't think of a joke. <laughs> because I can't think of a joke, but also Mr. Fantasy can't think of a joke because he's not funny. This is a long bit. Let's get into the plot of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, it's not the only thing. Um... <laughs> Hey all you guys, gals and non-binary pals. I'm Nick. And I'm Maddie. And, and we're, we're the hosts, hosts of WTF, WTF is Happening. Australia's number one pop culture podcast, as voted by our mums. We're here to be your weekly 60-minute pop culture catch-up. You can expect stories from our personal lives that basically guarantee we'll never get a date. Legendary guest interviews where we find out which cultural moments shaped their lives. And honestly, just a touch of, like, chaotic, frantic energy. Now, as soon as you're done with the iconic podcast you're listening to right now... Go and listen and subscribe to us. Agreed. Cute. <laughs> Uh, it opens up on a strange planet. 
No, it doesn't. Yes, it does, because she's in a dream sequence. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. No, you're right. I thought you were going to be like, Earth is a strange planet, and I was like, what? No, <laughs> but you're no, right. no. The dream sequence. There's the dream yeah, sequence. Right. You got me. No. Just let it go. You got me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never fucking correct me ever again. I missed the final, oh, no. and I will have the final word. On this thing. Never correct me again. I'm here to kill Mr. Fantasy. For too long I have been oppressed. So long, in fact, that I lost my silly voice. You did lose your silly voice. It's <laughs> quite impressive, I'm, Mr. Final. And now I'm here to kill Mr. Fi- Fantasy. So there's a dream sequence. Yes. Spoiler. Dream sequence. She's on a planet. She sees the sun. She gets sore eyes. Um, she steps on a bug. <laughs> It's a great time. <laughs> yeah, I like that effect of her stepping on the bug and then like the ground is kind of see-through and the camera angle is like beneath the ground. That was cool. Yeah, it's like we're underwater, but she's not on water because she's standing on it. It's a very mm. interesting effect. It was very cool. Mm. I was like, whoa, this is a bit weird. And then uh, she wakes up. Oh. It's just a dream. Whoa. She's recording the dreams. It's the year t- t- 2065. I mean, I guess people just take a dream log in general in the future. Yeah. I mean, if I could record my dreams, I would. So I guess I can't diss her. But it's like, the question is, why does she record her dreams? Oh, well, because she's got the phantom inside of her. So I guess she just wants to kind of log everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. She's logging these strange dreams, for sure. But there's no real reason we're told. Um. So yeah, she's in the... F- uh, she's got a ship. Yeah, a uh, space. It's the future. No. <laughs> That's the sound of space and in the future. In space, old <laughs> ships make car noises. <laughs> and uh, it's it's been 34 years since a thing arrived. We don't know what that thing is, because they don't tell you yet. Oh, but we know, so we can explain it now. Oh, okay, go ahead. (laughs) Earth was attacked by aliens. Oh, no. No, it wasn't, Sandro. Don't you you goddamn correct me, Mr. Final. No, it wasn't. It wasn't attacked. That's the whole point of the movie, (laughs) Sandro. Oh, you're right. You're right. (laughs) I'm Mr. Final, (laughs) and I never get things wrong. There was no attack. That's the whole point of the movie. There wasn't an attack. A planet exploded. A meteor from that planet, <laughs> a, a big chunk of that planet landed in Earth. And the rock was haunted. Like, the, the meteor was haunted. Yeah, the rock's fucking haunted by the ghost of the planet. Question mark, question mark. What the fuck is going on? It's a um, cool idea. It's just the story is so blandly told that the, the, the cool ideas don't get... Uh, 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 you know, done justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is, it's a cool idea, so yeah. But, of course, from the view of the Earth people, uh, also known as humans... Fuck them. (laughs) Sorry. Pardon my human. (laughs) 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 Sometimes I make a quite good joke. I'm Mr. Fantasy. (laughs) No, you don't. I'm Mr. Final. You don't. Oh no, I'm dead. (laughs) Goodbye. Um, Oh, but this movie's about ghosts, so we can come back as a ghost later. It's fine. Ah, that's true. He's not dead Uh, forever. Speaking of ghosts, yeah, so the humans think they're just under attack by aliens. Yeah. So of course they retaliate. But by retaliating, they make it worse because the the ghosts get angry. Yes. She goes down to the planet to have a little peek around, have a little nosy. Oh, and Zach, which city is this set in? 
Uh, New York. Yep. I didn't know that. I just guessed. <laughs> you guess? Well, you're right. It is that <laughs> yeah, in New York. Yeah, I had, I had no idea. It's just like every sci-fi alien movie is always in New York for some godforsaken reason. I can't right. believe I got that right. That's great. I wrote down, uh, like, the the one thing, like, next to the animation and the voice acting that's great in this movie is the soundtrack. Ooh, Especially yes. when she's, like, flying into Earth. It's epic. It's so mm. good. The soundtrack of this movie is genuinely amazing. Yeah, yeah. I was a little confused as to what was going on, because we've told you, but um, they don't really explain it at first, what she's up to. But mm. uh, we find out. So she, she pops on onto the ground. Oh, good day. And going back to it now, knowing what we do know, what was she doing? She's there to get the plant. Yeah, but knowing now, she went by herself. Yeah. She doesn't really have any guns. We know what the creatures do and how effective they are and how murderous they are. Like, if the squad of soldiers that show up in, like, five seconds didn't show up, she just would have died. Pretty much. I mean, I think... Maybe it's not that, like, she couldn't get any soldiers. No, no, no. It's not that she didn't want soldiers. She just couldn't get any to come help out. Because the scientists are quite shunned by the Marines. Yeah, so maybe she left knowing that she was breaking the rules. Oh. Oh, yeah, because that's right. They say it's a restricted area. Yeah, it's a restricted zone. Yeah, old New York So they come in to stop her, right? So she went there on purpose. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm back on track. I'm back on track. So she went there on purpose knowing that they would send people down to help her. Yeah, she has, like, a flare gun. That was cool. That was pretty cool. I I was a bit confused as to what's happening. I did laugh, though, because she fires the flare gun in New York. I think she's in Central Park, and we get... Uh, product placement for Pepsi. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I laughed at. And then, of course, little, little boys show up. Little invisible boys. They're invisible at the start, yeah. And they follow them to what she's trying to get, which is a plant, because uh, there's a spirit inside the plant that she wants. Everything has a spirit. Oh, this movie is also Wally. Oh, yeah. Although Titan AE and the Book of Ender's Game came out before this, Wally was after. Yes, so Wally stole this, actually, sorry. Wally stole the image of someone carrying around a plant in the sci-fi world. <laughs> Correct. Well, then, well, it's a post-apocalyptic world where they're specifically looking for life. Yeah. So it's a little more specific than that. Oh, I quite liked, there's a quote uh, where she's like, I came all this way for a plant, and the soldiers are like, we're risking our lives for a plant? Oh, it's not even a plant. It's a wheat. Well, I wouldn't even bloody call it a wheat. <laughs> That's kind of the level of joke that we're yeah, 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 yeah. sitting on. Um, so then there's a big, big fight yep. where they have to shoot up the aliens, get out of there. They accidentally blow up some, some explosive cans at one point. And then they get out of there. Like, it's, you know... If this was a video game, that would have been a cool action scene. In the movie, the this action scene... We don't really get many cool action scenes in the movie aside from the dragon chase one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. There's not real any bit good action they can do with these weird alien things. They don't really... Yeah. They don't have, like, space grenades or whatever that one, like, shoves into a helmet or something, throws the helmet to distract the aliens or something. You know, Ooh. something creative like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that probably would have been good. But instead, it's just kind of shooting. Also, they're ghosts, but bullets can harm them. 
Or is it plasma? They're like plasma laser gun things. They're from the future. They can they can lace their bullets with anti-ghost. I mean, if a giant space laser can destroy the Earth's spirit at the end of the movie, then I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. these guns can kill ghosts. They can shoot some, <laughs> some aliens. Yeah, some alien ghosts. Um, They go to a domed city, because like, the Earth yep. itself uninhabitable we live in domed cities now and it's like this yellow uh kind of circular domed city and it looked like the gungan city from star wars episode one yes and as soon as i noticed that i couldn't unsee it yes and it gave me ptsd <laughs> so that's what you were suffering from for the rest of this film gotcha yeah gotcha, i was gotcha. like misha misha alec baldwin <laughs> <laughs> misha got to save gaia <laughs> Um, Misha got to save spirits We were told no, no. Oh god Oh no I did a doo-doo <laughs> I did a doo-doo on an alien ghost Uh oh Oh it's a spooky wookie <laughs> Yep It took me so long to come up with like a dumb Gungan name for a ghost <laughs> So They go back to the to the human place They 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 Grab their their helmets off. They mm. they show their human faces, all except one of them. This is a conflict in the movie where they're sitting around, they're chatting. They're like, "Hey, scientists, you're dumb. Why did we risk our lives for a plant?" And the scientist is like, "Why you're stupid?" And then uh, he takes off his helmet, and she's like, "Oh my god, you're the guy I dated." Yep. We have a relationship. And he's like, yeah, but I didn't tell you just now. I was just being mean. <laughs> I did the True Lies. That's in the movie yes. True Lies. I did that to you. That's a classical movie. <laughs> yeah. I love when movies start with a relationship so that they don't have to, like, do anything interesting character-wise in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would have been better if they got to know each other throughout the movie. Like, this was their first meeting. Um, but instead, uh, yeah, they already know each other, so it's very generic. We don't see any of that, like, building of character, the changing. We don't see tough soldier man give up on his tough soldier job to go with the love and peace Gaia option. Yes, to go become a hippie. Yeah, he doesn't really become a hippie. He's just all guns blazing the whole time. There's no character arc for him other than heroic gunman. No. Oh, well, he does, because like at this point, uh, they find out that there's a phantom inside of him, which is something that can happen when the ghosts touch no, you. No, it was inside of, uh, what's his face? Steve Buscemi's... Is it Steve Buscemi? Yeah. Uh, I, th- I thought it was Alec Baldwin. Nope. Ah, uh, uh, goes to show that those two white guys look different in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they looked very similar. But the whole reason it's important that you don't have one of the main characters as someone on the table is there's that tension that they might actually die, Sandro. Uh, because if it was Alec Baldwin, I would be like, well, that's Alec Baldwin, and he gets paid more than Steve Buscemi in 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way, there's no way they're going to kill off the, one of the main characters. But in this, no, so uh, he's been infected by an alien. Mm. Because apparently if they touch you, they infect you with ghost. I think it's... 
Um, yep. Because this whole thing's about spirits and the spirits wanting to go places and change things, right? Yep. So the ghosts come in and impregnate you with yes. ghost goo. With ghostness. And then the ghostness is in your heart and you're like, oh, I've got a ghost in my heart. What happens when the ghost fully takes charge? We don't know. I assume you'd become an alien. Oh, yeah. They never showed, which is which is sad. Oh, I kind of wanted to see what happened. Yeah. I, I, my thought was it was going to be like an alien thing where they just kind of burst out of you. Uh, that would be cool. That would be cool. Yes. But we don't really know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but also, whenever like an alien attacks you, it attacks your spirit. It drags the spirit out of the human body. And we see that and it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. But like, how do they just infect you then? I don't know. They slap you? They slap your soul up a bit, but they don't manage to take it? I don't know. It's not explained. I think they worked backwards from, like, wanting Aki to be connected to them in some way, and they worked backwards from that, but but, yeah. but never really completely figured out how it works. <laughs> they they don't show. Again, this would have been a good time for one of the random soldiers to just die. Yeah. And that being a brutal thing, maybe she, she tries to save him or something, tries to save, like, two of them, maybe, and one of them dies? I don't know. Yeah, because that's how they introduce the whole idea of uh, being possessed or having the spirit within you is... Yeah. Yeah, one of them uh, has it, and she's got to do a mini-game to get it out of him with medical equipment. Because they they laser it up, but then it moves deeper into the body, and then she has to find it again, and then she lasers it up, and then he's fine. Then we get a bunch of exposition when uh, President Snow comes out and he's like, I'm good now. Exposition time. Spirits are inside of all living things. Yes. Lots of spirits in plants and animals and humans and aliens. So he has a diary that he wrote like 43 years ago. And he's like, this is my theories on spirits. This is what we're basing our research on. So he has this thing that he's held on to 43 years. He immediately burns it. Yes, because the general hates him. Yes. So he's like, don't show the people your research and stuff because they'll hate you. You should keep it all in your head. Yes. Don't do it. And I'm like, you held on to that for 43 years, but now is the time where you burn it? Yeah, because the movie started. Ah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't realize that they knew uh, that the movie had started. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In every person's life, there's a moment when the movie starts and everything before that was just backstory. That's true. And yeah, they're like, uh, the army wants to destroy the meteor thing that the phantoms arrived on, the haunted rock uh, that these alien ghosts are from. But if they destroy that, they're going to hurt the Earth's Spirit, uh, or what they call Gaia. Yes, because apparently the Earth is a spirit thing. Yeah, well, I guess without Gaia, the Earth is just, like, it would just kind of just be a rock. Everything would die. No life. Does, 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 do you need Gaia for life? I guess you need Gaia for gravity and oxygen. Oh, you need, you need Gaia for spirits, actually. Without the Gaia, there's no spirits, because the whole thing is, it goes out from Gaia and back into Gaia, apparently. Would that kill all spirits on the planet? Like, if Gaia's destroyed, all living spirits die also? 
Or the Earth spirits, because there's the other Gaia, right? Oh, yeah, well, there's the alien Gaia. Yeah, 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 So yeah, all yeah. the aliens would be fine. So it would just be a lifeless rock that these aliens could hang out on. Well, they might turn to life. Maybe this was the good Maybe. outcome. Maybe the general was right, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Actually, no, those aliens blew themselves up, didn't they? they well, the aliens had a war, because we see it in the uh, The in aliens the dreams. are just as bad as humans. Never mind. The general's yeah. just wrong in every sense. We see it in the dreams. The reason why this haunted chunk of alien planet... Uh, exists is because on the aliens' planet, they had a big old war, a nuclear war, and blew up their planet, and they all died. Yes. And then they turned into angry spirit ghosts. Yes. Or at least, I think, the ones that went with the chunk of planet with their Gaia on it. Wait, so it's the centre of the planet? Hmm? The planet exploded, and the part that floated towards Earth was the centre with the heart in it. Well, it might not have been the centre centre. It just might have been where the Gaia was at the time when the planet exploded. Do you think the writers had as long a conversation about this as we're having, or do you think they just kind of wrote a story? No, I think one writer, <laughs> the director, wrote the story and, like, told them, this is the story, this is what happened. I don't think there's not many... There's one uncredited co-director, but no uncredited co-writers, so I think it is all him. Yeah. So it is pretty well thought out, I guess. Like, it's a cool... Again... Cool idea, could have been done really well if this wasn't such a cliche story to frame these cool ideas in. Yeah, very cool story points, but not overall story-ness. Yeah. Nothing really draws you in. So they're like, hey, Council, we need to make a thing to hold the phantoms in. And we know that we can do this because inside Aki right now is a phantom. Da-da-da! And everyone's like... <gasps> Oh my god. Yeah, they got they got proof that she their their theory is true because they've managed to trap a spirit within her. Yes. Cause she was infected. And so they're like, Well what do you need? And he's like, I need the seventh and the eighth spirit. And we'll combine them all and save the day. Because they've been collecting all these spirits. The uh, the plant was the sixth spirit. Yes. Then they head out into the wasteland to try and find the seventh spirit, which is mm. power cells. Yeah, yeah, because their battery pack uses genetically... It's like genetic material fuel. It's the death stranding backpack, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it uses like, it uses living tissue to generate, which, which kind of makes sense nowadays because they're looking into genetic fuel and other things like that. Sure. But like back then it was just pure sci-fi. Um, yeah, that has the spirit in it for some godforsaken some reason. reason. It doesn't matter because they've got to fly away and fight. Ah, Dragon Ghost. Dragon Ghost. This is probably the best scene in the movie. Yeah, they, they, um, because, uh, apparently, what's her face, main character, because she has a spirit in her, other spirits are attracted to it? Sure, it's only important for this scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't really come back. No. Even though later on they go into, like, the center of their heart and they don't give a shit. Uh, my theory is it's actually the cage around it that they're attracted to. Maybe. Because it's, it's got all these specific spirit things, right? Yeah. Anyway, they're attracted, so they have to make a quick run for it. And then, yeah, there's a, there's a bit of a flight scene where they have to fly away from a, a dragon ghost. It's pretty cool. And meanwhile, they're being portrayed inside the ship. Yeah. 
And, uh, yeah, she gets shot. Yep, she gets shot right in the heart, I think. Um, but luckily she's wearing a thing, so she's fine. Oh, I love it when movies do that so much. It's so good. The evildoer is got by the dragon just as they leave. And that's a cool death, because, yeah, the, uh, the, the dragon takes the spirit out of his body, and then his body just falls to the floor. Really cool visuals. Yeah. I love that idea. Of a giant ghost dragon taking someone's spirit. Really cool. And then they throw, like, like a grenade into the, the dragon or something, right? And then it explodes yeah. with ectoplasm everywhere. It's pretty bloody metal. Mate, Aki, though, she was shot. And so she needs to do stuff uh, in her dreams to stay alive. What? And they put Grey into her dreams. Question mark? I don't know how this makes any sense. <laughs> Oh, no, that's right. They needed to apply the next spirit. Uh, to, like, fortify the thing that's in her. Yes. Oh, yeah. This was the point in my notes when I kept writing down the thing just to describe stuff because I just lost track of what was what. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of things. (laughs) Um, so Grey has to go inside her dreams to help her, guide her through something, something she, he's just kind of there. I guess it's like a protection thing. She feels protected. Well, plot-wise, it's so that he can know about the alien planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this way he learns about the alien planet now. Yeah. At the same time, the general learns of the, the dream videos. Yeah, he sees the dream videos and he's like, oh my, this means that she's working with the aliens. Yes. They're traitors. Lock them up. Lock them up. Well, yeah, well, not only lock them up, but he also sabotages the domed city to let the aliens in. Um, And this was an interesting moment because I thought that it would go somewhere because, yeah, like he sabotages it. It goes wrong. The aliens flood the city, killing everyone. And he's like, oh, my God, what have I done? Yeah. Right. A little bit of a little bit of remorse. Yeah. And then the next time we see him, he's just the evil guy again. I was kind of hoping that maybe... There'd well, be some character depth there a little bit. There was a little. He nearly shot himself. Oh, he does nearly shoot himself. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little upset about it. You do see him in the spaceship, but um, he decides to change his mind at the last minute before he kills himself to go be more of an evil idiot. Yeah. Because the plot still needs him. I was just kind of hoping that, yeah, like he would cause the station to be overrun mm. and then it would be less of a pacifists versus marine story because i'm sick of that oh right does the like marine have to team up with the pacifists like what are, what are you looking for there yeah like he has to team up with them they've got to figure it out together oh they have to recalibrate the zeus so it fires a pacifist beam maybe oh and then you can have her like tossed into the machine and she's the power source oh my god she has to die to save the rest of mankind and it's a jesus allegory actually never mind i don't want that (laughs) no you have to have more religious allegories in this movie sandro there aren't that many i mean there's spiritual allegories but there's no religious ones really which is why we need a jesus one there's a uh a little bit of a youtube recommendation for everyone if you like Jesus allegories, there's this new video by Jenny Nicholson. It's great. It's like an hour and a half, but it's really good. Wow. Where she goes through this Canadian church every Easter, they put on an Easter play. But the Easter play is like a parody musical of like popular culture. Oh. So one year they'll do Avengers, one year they'll do Toy Story. Oh, that's And the production great. quality is great. 
but it's also very funny because every main character has to die in a Jesus allegory <laughs> at the end of the play. <laughs> That's that's fantastic. Watch the video. She goes through them all. It's very funny. That does sound very good. But anyway, the domed Gungan city has been overrun by the ghosts. And they're all like, oh my, it's a spooky wookie. <laughs> oh, oh no. no. <laughs> um, and uh, to stop Sandra doing this voice, I will keep talking because they uh, go into the like military base area to try and retrieve her impounded ship and I'm passing it over to Sandro so he can do his stupid voice again. Oh, they're all dead. All the Gungans, they're all dead at this point. Oh no, not the Gungans! All the Gungans were murdered by the ghosts. No, no one's sad about that. No one's sad about them. Yeah, no, there's a lot of murder now. This movie uh, really stretches its 13 plus, eh? Yeah, it does, actually. They just go through and murder everyone. I guess it's animated. The rules are so weird, right? If you're animated and a video game, you get a higher rating. If you're animated and just a movie, you get a lower rating. Well, they also did a clever thing. Because the ghosts murder your spirits... Oh, no blood. No blood. Yes, exactly. Good point. So, and that's uh, that's always a big red flag. <laughs> red Red. Because blood is red. I'm the ghost of Mr. Fantasy. That was a good joke, Zach. I'm proud of you. Oh, shit, it was a terrible joke. (laughs) Damn it, Mr. Fantasy's (laughs) ghost. He's here to consume my bad jokes. Oh, no, actually, uh, he's just in a cloud. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, he's in a fantasy. (laughs) Sorry, they're called fantasies. That's right. Yeah, that's what he calls them anyway. Uh, Uh, So, uh, they, they... run around in the the military shed yes to try and find oh this is when i get the quote that i love yeah the one that had me laughing for a solid 30 seconds because yeah they're like running around while uh the station is blaring and like over the the over the speaker uh the voice is like Proceed to the nearest evacuation facility. Yeah. Proceed to the nearest evacuation facility. And Steve Buscemi is like, I think we should proceed to the nearest evacuation facility. Yeah. I wrote that one down as well. That was pretty good. It's a good one. That was a good quote. Uh, Steve Buscemi and the lady, I can't remember who Uh, she was. She's from Fraser. She's funny in Fraser. (laughs) Yes, she got nothing in this movie. She was just kind of there. She and him go over to fix the generator to get the ship online or to get the doors open or something, something. Something. They don't really explain it. Something about a power coupling at one point as well. I don't know what's really happening here. I lost the plot here. Well, you see what's happening is if this was a video game, uh, he would be fixing the computer and you would be shooting waves of aliens. Yeah, yeah, waves of aliens. You'd have to kind of run around and, like, pull the levers on the walls to activate the generators again. Like, if this was a video game, this would be a pretty fun wave action scene and then you're you you're playing gray you're playing you're you're gray yeah and so then you go off and then you get stuck behind like a wall or something and you see them get murdered by the aliens yes. and you're like no, no because steve buscemi dies after yeah. making a joke and so does the other lady they both die they both die it's quite sad she 
gets a bigger death than him, though, which was good because her character is not used at all. I wrote down when she died. Oh, they're going to bring them back, aren't they? Because they both die at the same time. And then they kill Ryan because uh, they drove to the ship and there was a car accident thing. So he's stuck in the car. So he's got a gun and he's just sitting in the car shooting aliens till he runs out of bullets. And then he eventually dies. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, like they they kill off half the cast. So I'm here going, they're all coming back, right? Because spirits related stuff, they're going to save the earth. All the mm, dead people are going to come that back. That would be fun. They are dead. They don't do that. Well, I think the problem is they get eaten by the other ghost aliens, so... Yeah. Their spirits are dead. They're lost forever, Sandro. They're never coming back. Unlike me, I'll come back at some point in this episode. I'll be back later. I don't know when. Whenever the time calls for it. I'm Mr. Fantasy. My (laughs) voice has changed so much this episode. Well, you're a ghost now, so it makes sense that your voice is different. Wait, I'm a ghost? I thought I was the invisible woman. <laughs> I'm a comedian. <laughs> you're at least funnier when you're dead. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Do you mean this guy over here? I'm dead. <laughs> oh, because he can see God. He's he chilling see- with God. He- oh, he's de- oh my god. Oh, wow. <laughs> I kind of want to join him anyway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no. So, so we go to space. Um, we have this whole discussion. So, what happens is they've got all seven pieces. They just need the eighth, the eighth spirit. They don't know where it is, so they decide to look where they haven't looked before. Which Did they check their butthole? Um, nope, they've looked there before uh-huh. many a time. Oh, because they were both together for a while. Yeah. Yes, many yeah. buttholes were had. Um, what? So, hey, hey, wait, yeah. hang on, they're cannibals? No, they didn't need their own buttholes. Oh. No, they just, when you're when you're in space, when you're on a desolate planet that's being taken over by ghosts, you gotta eat what you gotta eat, you know? Which is ass. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um, you watch a different movie than me. No, they just gotta eat animals and other things, like... What what food are they eating? They're eating rump. Yeah. Like a deer rump. I don't think they are, though, because everything's dead, right? Actually, so what yeah. are they actually eating? Like plants? Probably Star Trek food. Yeah. Got like a replicator. Or they're all starving. That could be it. Which could explain why, like, their moods... <laughs> all their moods change so often. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> they're just really hungry. They're all they hungry. got the munchies. <laughs> um, so they uh, find the eighth spirit thing in the nest in the alien ghost meteor oh and they know that they're ghosts at this point as well they know that they're ghosts yeah 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 they figured they figured it out they figured it so what out. happens yeah the whole planet exploded the aliens planet exploded yeah yeah well, we don't need to we don't need to go over that i don't think you yeah, know how like the alien planet shit. exploded and then it <laughs> crashed into yeah. earth and now the earth is uh cursed by a haunted rock from space yeah, we don't need to go into it. No. Um. So after the uh, alien ghost rock has crashed into the earth, uh, cursing the earth with alien ghost things that the humans interpret it as an attack invasion. That's right. But um, was actually just confused ghost people. And uh, the meteor impacted into the other Gaia. So the Gaias are next to each other. So that's how that one spirit has become a good spirit thing, whatever they need, what? the MacGuffin. Oh, uh, because of, like, the spirit that they need is the good alien spirit. Yes. Because it touched the Earth Gaia. 
Yes, because it's touched the Earth guy. So that's the reason they're going down there, but they know it's a suicide mission because it's crawling with ghost spirits. Yes. So... They level up. They go anyway. Oh. And level up, apparently. Question mark? What? They add stuff into their skill tree. Why? And then they... Because it's Final Fantasy. It's a role-playing game. Sure. Wouldn't that be funny if, like, for, like, five minutes, this movie just stops... It goes up into the sky, we see a skill tree, and she's like, that <laughs> yeah, one yeah. and that one. And then they yeah, go down yeah, to the yeah. other one. Except, what did they level up from, Sandro? What did they achieve? To, from idiots to slightly less idiots. No, but I mean, like, did escaping the base give them enough XP? Was it, like, mission XP or something? Well, being in her dream gave what's-his-face spiritual enlightenment. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. You get a spiritual level up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they go down. They go down down but while they're going down mr army man's in the big old zeus cannon shooting oh yeah and he's like oh hey we detect human life forms down there well fuck him <laughs> <laughs> then they shoot the zeus cannon at the aliens then a giant tentacle monster just pop out cthulhu pops out of the meteor and he's like i'm yeah. bloody cthulhu I'm rather pissed off at this Zeus cannon. And the Zeus cannons is like, yeah, well, how about this? Yeet. They keep shooting. Oh, they shoot so hard that the ship that our two leads are in crashes to the ground. Mm, And also the Zeus cannon's overheating at this point. Yes, because what's his face is a dumb idiot who keeps firing this giant gun. And they tell him, don't shoot it. It's overheating. And I'm like, yeah, you could probably just wait for it to cool down, right? I mean, you're in space, right? You see, we saw in the prequel to this movie that a group of soldiers actually infiltrated this place and planted a fault in the giant space cannon that causes it to overheat more so than it usually would. Yeah, I remember. They named it after their child for some reason. Uh, Stardust. (laughs) No, no, no. It was Star Gaia. Oh, Star Gaia. You're right. You're right. What was that movie called? Final Fantasy um, Scoundrel 1. Scoundrel 2, I think it was. Scoundrel 2. That's right. Scoundrel 2. Yeah. I heard that they had a director for that, the director of Godzilla, but he left for, for all the reshoots, and the reshoots were like the best part of that movie. Yeah. So maybe he's not a great director. I'm not sure. It's all I heard. It was pretty cool, though, when the big blade guy came in at the end and killed everyone. Yes. (laughs) I think that's Cloud. Cloud came in. That's right. Darth Cloud came in and killed everyone. Yeah, Darth Cloud (laughs) came in. Yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes in Final Fantasy. Yes. Is that one. Final Fantasy. I see how we've resorted to not talking about this movie and talking about a different, more enjoyable movie. I actually quite like that movie. Yeah, that's surprising. What, Rogue Rogue One? Yeah, it's good. Oh, yeah, it's it's one of the best Star Wars movies. One of my friends says it's his favorite. Uh, no, original trilogy's better. Yeah, yeah. No, he <laughs> likes it over the original trilogy. Wow. And I'm like, that's a bold statement, sir. That's, a bold, that's almost as bold as saying that the prequels are good. That's yeah. pretty bold. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You clearly don't do a podcast regularly. Um, yeah. We've been yelled at so much that the original trilogy must be our favourites, and I guess parts of episode three are good. Nah, the only good Star Wars movie is uh, the, the Solo spin-off movie. My hot take is that I'd actually preferred Solo over Obi-Wan, I think, so... Ooh, ooh, wow. I haven't seen Obi-Wan yet. It was That's unfortunate. Fine. Everyone loves it. I'm like, eh. I like, uh, 
Gambino. Gambino is the one of the best Star Wars characters. He's really good. He's great in that movie. He does Lando perfectly. And I loved how that movie doesn't have an ending. Yeah, well, I loved the fact that they were going to do a sequel to it. That was pretty funny, actually, when they considered that they would do a sequel. Yep. I was like, ha you think this movie's going to make money? I love it when movies, like, sequel bait and then just don't. Oh, well. Yeah, like how The Last Jedi, one of the best Star Wars movies, ends with a really cool idea for a final, the ending of a trilogy, right? And then they never made that movie. It's a shame. They never made the end to that trilogy. Yeah, that's it's really weird. I was really keen for it as well. I like Last Jedi, but then they were like, ah, oh, we'll just make this weird, like, standalone thing that doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what they should have done? They should have had the Emperor shoot a giant electric laser into the sky to then power up tons of spaceships that could also blow up planets. Um, and he's using the spirit energy of Gaia... To do this because he's evil. That sounds terrible, actually. Yeah. That sounds like a really bad movie. Yeah. And I'm disappointed in J.J. Abrams. I mean, you <laughs> for being involved in that. Anyway, speaking of uh, bad movies, um, so <laughs> nah, this movie's alright. This movie's a lot better than Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> That's true. Um, so uh, they they stuck in the hole down, but they find Gaia down there. They stumble over it. They're like, oh, I tripped over something. What's this? Oh, it's the planet. Gaia. The planet Gaia. The Earth Gaia. The Earth's spirit, which is a ball. Yes. Well, it's, it's a blue ball. And the alien one's a red ball. So you know the alien one is bad. Oh, well, it's not bad. It's angry, I guess. It's just angry. Yeah, well, it's, it's angry and confused, like yes. the rest of the ghosts. But once we turn it blue... Once we once we get the blue pigment out, it'll be a good boy. Well, then how do we turn it blue, Zach? I don't fucking know, to be honest. This is where I don't remember what happened because I couldn't comprehend what was being like what was on screen. It got to the point in the script where no one was speaking English. Really, it was just nonsense <laughs> words for five minutes. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. So what happens is like, so they they discover Gaia down there and are like, oh, the reason the spirit is like the eighth thing. Mm is because it encountered Gaia down here. So we've encountered Gaia now. So we've got all the the goo. All the spirits are within her. Yes, so now she can do whatever the fuck she's supposed to do with it. Which is touch the bad Gaia. Yes. The alien Gaia. She's got to touch it. But doing so will kill her. Yes. And so Alec Baldwin is like, I'm a guy and you're a woman. I will die. Yes. And statistically, men are more likely to die at a younger age, so I should be the one to die, just so we don't ruin that statistical average. It's only natural. (laughs) And she's like, well, that's a fair point. Can't argue with statistics. (laughs) Yep. And he he gives the old spirit alien a ghost slap. A ghost slap while she's holding onto him, so the spirit transfers through him. Yes. And then he dies while they're holding hands. And she holds hands with the spirit as well, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and then uh, and the spirit's a good boy, and all the spirits are saved, and it's the end of the movie. She comes out of the centre of the earth, and it, it's no longer a desolate wasteland. It is now our earth, as we know it. <laughs> an earth. It's an earth now. It's an earth now. So Earth was not Earth. Earth was a desolate wasteland because Gaia was too busy fighting space Gaia. Yes, correct. So the humans came in to, like, to make space Gaia good, and now the Earth has a super Gaia. Two Gaias inside of it. Yeah, that's exactly it. I was going to say, like, 
Yeah, it was no Gaia versus double Gaia. This episode might be terrible to listen to, and I apologise to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the movie. There's no epilogue. Yeah. It just ends with them coming out of the ground. That is Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. I just... It's very... It's a lot. It's a lot of cool concepts that could have been included in a really cool game. Because when you introduce all these concepts in such a short amount of time as like an hour and 40 minutes, right? For a movie, that's average length. But for as many ideas that are in this, you need something longer. You need a game or a TV show. And I think a game would have been really cool for this. Um, I'm not sure why they made it into a movie. It could have been a cool first-person shooter sci-fi game. Look, again, not bad. Cool concept, great visuals. Just the story just really lets lets you down. It's it's a bit average, yeah. It really doesn't twist or turn. No. Nothing's really a surprise during this movie. No, it's not. Like, there's some stuff that makes you go, oh, that's a cool idea, and that's the only real reaction it gets from you. Yeah, again, it's just executed not too amazingly. Like, this could be longer, you know, like, with this much concepts, like, this could be, like, a, you know, two and a half hour long movie. Sure. But in order to, like, retain your, uh, your focus on it, there needs to be a less cliche plot and characters that aren't boring. I was, I was thinking of giving this a goodie, um, but then I realised I would recommend this to no one. I wouldn't really <laughs> recommend this to anyone. There's no point. No. I mean, it was cool to watch, but, like, there's no point, really. So, uh, probably an oldie from me. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this an oldie. Not, like, just like Cats and Dogs for me. This isn't bad. This is worse than Cats and Dogs, but it's not bad. much worse than Cats and Dogs. I'd watch Cats and Dogs again, right now. If you said we're watching it now, I'd be like, cool, I'm down, let's go. But, uh, but this one I'd be like, no thanks, I'll pass. It's kind of dull. And you can look at the screen grabs on Google Imager. Yeah. And be like, it's a good looking movie. Yep. And she's pretty good looking in that bikini shot. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing it back. I brought it back around. Ah, dear. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Travis. And I'm Serge. And we are the hosts of Now That's Interesting Podcast. Here we talk about the topics that catch our interest and hopefully spark your curiosity to dig deeper into the world around you. We go into enough detail to get a better understanding of the topic we cover. Say just a bit above your average pub chat. We talk about everything from conspiracy theories here on Earth to rovers on Mars and everything in between. Find us on whichever platform you get your podcast fix. It's time to make a sequel, because, Zach, no, Final Fantasy is a franchise. There are a bunch of other movies, but none of them connect to this movie. Ah, there you go. There you go. 
I think they're all based off the games, like prequels or sequels to, yeah. to the games or something. Yeah. Whereas this one, uh, I think you could use something else, something mm. to spice things up. How uh, about a crossover uh, uh, with something else we've covered on the podcast? Excellent. That sounds like a great idea. All right. N- random number generator. Going to give me a number of an episode. Episode 112. 112. All right. What's that one? I don't know, uh, but we'll make a crossover between whatever we did on that episode. What number is that? 112 is Vicious Lips. It's also in space. Oh, this is... Oh, man, this is the trippiest fucking movie because that one's also about life and death as well, right? Vicious Lips. Oh, yeah, they go to that pleasure planet and it had zombies in it or something. Yes, because it's got zombies. So those zombies are actually, like reborn spirit people right if you haven't heard our episode on vicious lips episode 112 that movie's fun it's a fun movie yeah oh actually most of it was pretty boring but there were some really good moments (laughs) yeah 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 it was much like this one (laughs) yeah um so so what happens is so that planet with the weird zombie pleasure planet it was called yeah pleasure planet the reason it's like that is because the guy is corrupt oh the Guy is too horny. Yeah. The, mm, <laughs> yes, sure. We'll go with that. It's just resurrecting people, doing whatever. Yep. It is actually running the pleasure planet as a sort of corrupt wealth system to gain itself money. Oh, the Gaia has become so corrupt it wants wealth. That's crazy. Cool. Yes, yes, exactly. It's like a greedy Gaia. So now that they've fixed Earth, do our team of scientists go out... On a five-year mission into space to explore new planets and strange new worlds and uh, help other planets, giving other planets Gaia. They're like, have you heard of our lord and saviour Gaia? And they're missionary scientists going to other planets. Sure, sure, that's weird. That could be part of it. I feel like that's actually not a bad idea for a show, though. That is pretty great, I'm not going to lie. Space missionaries. Space missionaries. (laughs) Because their religion is correct. They've literally seen God, essentially, right? They have, yeah. They have video evidence. It's like, hey, have you seen literal Gaia? That's it, right there. We have a photo of her on my phone right now. (laughs) And some guy's like... Uh, it looks like Stanley Kubrick directed it. That's a soundstage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There'd be those people, but they have a pretty good standing. Yeah. Um, and I think they're searching for a new planet oh, to put the second guy on. on. Oh, and they go to Pleasure Planet because it's, it's abandoned, but they've got to fight off the zombies. Yeah, yeah, but then there's these, like, weird zombies, and they, they start having those trippy dreams. Mm. Um, but they have to fight the other Gaia, and uh, how they use this is the power of love and friendship from the other Gaia. But then that planet would have two Gaias as well. Or do they kill the mobster Gaia? And then the guy that we thought was blown up in the Zeus cannon comes back and he's like, Yeehaw! I'm alive! I'm a robot now! And I got <laughs> Zeus in my arm! Pachoo, pachoo. Yeah, yeah. He shoots him. No, no, no. We can have all the dead people come back. So what the uh, the the corrupt guy does is you know how the evil spirits are like eating all the uh, the good guys. Yep. So those spirits it collects it collects their souls. Oh. It's a soul collector. <laughs> Pretty metal. It's an evil like necro guy. Necro guy. Yeah. Final Fantasy Necrogaia. Yeah. Oh, that's a oh sick name. <laughs> Necrogaia is a sick name. Okay. Well, that's that's perfect. That's the movie. Yeah. All right. Next segment. I'm pumped. That got me pumped. I'm excited to smash some reviews. All right. It's time for wrecking some reviews. Kapowie. 
<laughs> Kapowy indeed. Uh, so this is the part of the show where I get reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. I tell Sandro their name. Yep. I tell them the review, but I don't tell Sandro the score. Except this week, you're not going to be telling Sandro the review. What? Instead, I I was so excited for this segment that I died. Oh. That's right. I'm dead. And, oh, when one spirit leaves the earth, Uh another comes down from the heavens. That's how Gaia works, I think. It's Mr. Fantasy this week on Reviews. Hello. Mr. Fantasy. Oh, no. Mr. Fantasy here from Wrecking Reviews. (laughs) All right. I'll be giving Mr. Fantasy the review, and he's got to rate it. Uh, from 0.5 to 5. What do you think's the reviewer? Does that include 2.75? That's right, I'm Jim Carrey now, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you've learnt a lot of things up there in heaven, huh? <laughs> yes, sorry. Oh, and I heard from the big man upstairs that you came up with one of these reviews, and I gotta guess which one it is. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, yeah, the, the, the big man's been spilling my secrets, apparently. He's a big fan of the show. All right, so Stephen says, ages 13 plus, explanation mark times 10, funny and original. Funny? I mean, it's got some jokes. This isn't a funny movie, though, unless you're watching it because it's bad. I don't know. Yep. Oh, uh, I guess (laughs) that's a sign. I'm I'm done with that bit. Um, It's (laughs) a sign. You're just immediately like, no, no, I'm done with this. I'm not committing to this. Uh, I'm going to guess that's probably going to be a four out of five. Oh, very close. But those ten explanation marks should have given it off. It's a five out of five. Five out of five. Very clearly. So that person said 13 plus. I'm guessing this person's age is 14. Yeah, but you see, I'm right because I'm Mr. Final and I'm always right. It's me. It was me the entire time, Mr. Final. Oh, no. I'm also appearing in this bit for some godforsaken reason. Speaking of godforsaken, you should go back to heaven, young man. You mean, Mr. Fantasy, I'm still here. Yes. I will go back to heaven after you kill me. Uh, Again? Yes. God, this is laborious. Speaking of laborious, Velcoe says, as someone who's never played Final Fantasy and was obsessed with computer animation in the 90s. I absolutely freaking love this movie. It also got one of the best film trailers of all time. Oh, I have not seen the trailer, actually. So apparently you should. I mean, all the tech people would love this because, you know, it's revolutionary. It looks really good. It's a solid achievement in technological... Uh, thingamabobs. Mm. Four out of five again. I'll guess four out of five again. Four out of five. Oh, very close. It's 3.5. Very close, though. Very close. Missed it by that much. Steve says, now that the animation is dated, you have more exciting naps. (laughs) Wow, that's a dig at this movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty You know a movie is bad when the reviews are, I had a nap that was more exciting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Is that a critic's review or an audience review? <laughs> it's, a, it's an audience. All of them are audience. You know this. Uh, unless it's my one. Unless which it's I your guess one. guess it would then be a critic review. Technically, I guess we are. I don't know what we are. Yes. Uh, well, we're critical of this. Oh. 0.5. Uh, it's one out of five. <sighs> one out of five. Close again. We have Quinn who says, what the hell was this? <laughs> Straight to the point. 
That's all I've got to say. Yep. All right, Quinn. Quinn gave this uh, 1.0. No, you do two ones in a row. 1 point. No, one, one, one out of five. It was one last time, though. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> I do not, but it's two out of five, <laughs> so you're wrong. Damn. I don't think I've gotten a single one right. Uh, well, maybe you agree with Robert. Final Fantasy, more like final is the... Because zero and my points are <laughs> zero. <laughs> God, your comedy sucks, Mr. <laughs> Fantasy. Um, I should it. come up with jokes beforehand. <laughs> uh, that explains a lot. Robert says this needed more Steve Buscemi. Also, Steve Buscemi is in this? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Man, this cast was pretty lit. Too bad the plot is garbage. Yeah. Uh, 2.5. It is 2.5. Yes. You finally oh, got one on the board. I got a point, which means it's not final zero anymore, which means, Mr. Fantasy, your spirit is free. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no, Mr. Fantasy, please don't leave. Say hello to my wife for me. I will not. All right, Drew. Drew is the final person who says, who's appropriately says, LSD will only improve the show. Wow. Which I think could be applied to this show as well. To the podcast? But <laughs> if you were expecting some sort of connection with the FF series, you might as well go home now. The Fast and Furious series? No, it's Final Fantasy, not Fast and Furious. Drew? What are you doing, Drew? What are you doing? Well, he's doing LSD, apparently. No, that would help. <laughs> yeah. I don't think... LSD doesn't uh, improve movies. <laughs> it just makes you trip out. So. Yeah. I think that might improve the movie somewhat. I'm going to say this is a solid three. Ah, so close. It's 2.5 again. Damn it. <laughs> if only I'd gotten you on Robert, then I would have gotten you across the board. Yes, indeed. Very close, though, Sandro. So which one? Was mine. I think your one might be the Steve Buscemi one. It was, in fact, Robert. Yes. yes. <laughs> that, that one was mine. Yes. When I only get one right, it's usually yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was pretty blatant with that because I talked about it earlier because I was like, Steve Buscemi, you said this? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Disconnected. Hang on. Oh, nice. Good job. Professional podcaster here. Disconnecting his goddamn there we go, there we go. headphones and his mic and everything. We got it, boys. Good Lord. Pack them up. Uh, well, it is almost time to pack it up, because that's the end of the episode! That's the end? That's the end. Alright. Um, thank you so much for listening so much. It's great that you listen. Thank you for listening so much, so much. For listening to this episode in particular, I'm sure it was a chore. Um, Just like watching the movie. That's true. If you like the show, though, uh, and and really like it, then you can continue to like it. But also, maybe consider sharing it with a friend. That's how we get new listeners. Yeah. It's just by uh, casually dropping this into conversation. If you can capture you casually dropping this show's name on your friend, record it. Record the audio of you casually talking about this podcast to your friend, and we'll play it on the episode with your and their permission. Well, there you go. There you go. You, yeah. You can also just talk to them about Steve Buscemi and go like, oh, Hey, speaking of Steve Buscemi, and they go, what? We weren't talking about Steve Buscemi. <laughs> and they go, hey, there's this great podcast I was listening to that talks all about him because he's he's part of the Final Fantasy movie. And they'd be like, there's a Final Fantasy movie? And you go, yeah, with Steve Buscemi in it. And the great podcast of Oldie But A Goodie, <laughs> they, they, they covered it. Yeah. It was a good time. And then send him a link to a random TikTok. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, yeah. And our podcast. <laughs> and our podcast. Yeah. You can also review us on iTunes and Spotify. That also helps out greatly. And uh, mm. we've also got a Patreon that, that you, you can consider joining as well for a couple of tiers, including the ad-free feed for a singular dollar. How many... Huh? How many uh, episodes have we got on the Patreon? Well, we do have bonus episodes. It's like 35 or something at this point. That makes sense because we do two a month. Therefore, it's an odd number. That's right. <laughs> and we're halfway through the month. Uh, we are currently doing a Nicolas Cage series up there called... Ooh, the Cage-rama. And out right now is our episode on The Wicker Man, our third one. Mm. We also covered Vampire's Kiss and Ghost Rider. Uh, it's a fun series. I've been enjoying it a lot. It was, it was good fun. We we have to do it again sometime. Definitely. The Cagerama 2 Electric Cageroo. Exactly. Yeah, uh, we will do that. But that, that's up there for $5 a month. Speaking of doing things again. Oh, no. We got to do this podcast again next week. When? Next week? Uh, I think I'm busy, actually. Uh, well, that's too bad because we've got a few movies for you to choose. Me? Why do I have to choose the movie? Because I, I chose this one and that was, you know. Yeah. It was, a, it was a, a log off your back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, is that a word? A saying? I don't know. Uh, classic log off my back. <laughs> um, so. Sounds like you did a shit. <laughs> well, I did take a log off my back during the episode, so that's fair. <laughs> yeah, we cut that out, but you went off to drop a log off your back earlier. <laughs> yeah, time to put a log on yours. Oh, oh. <laughs> so, I heard that Trump pays good money for that. Oh, uh, no. Um, <laughs> America's Sweetheart. Okay. Uh, that's uh, a sweetheart, I should say. It's a rom-com about a personal assistant falling in love with the man her boss is publicly divorcing. Okay, so her boss is divorcing her husband. Yeah. And then she's in love with the husband. Yep. 2001, uh, you... Yep. (laughs) Ghost World! A dark comedy about two young women. One, played by Scarlett Johansson, uh, responds to a newspaper ad about going on a date with... (gasps) Older men. Oh, no. Played by Steve Buscemi. Oh, he's back. Scarlett Johansson goes out with Steve Buscemi. Yep. That could be funny. It's a dark comedy. Mm, it's right. pretty funny. That's better than the first one. Uh, we have Hedwig, the Angry Inch. Okay. It's a uh, musical comedy about an internationally ignored rock star who searches for stardom and love. Ooh. We haven't done a musical... This year yet. So that could be fun. And Hedwig the Angry Inch does sound pretty uh, pretty fun. That's a good name. Uh, we have High Heels and Low Lives. That's a cool name. That is a pretty cool name. I thought it was going to be High Heels and something else. But Low Lives works well. Uh, we got two friends trying to blackmail some bank robbers. And this comedy, so hilarity shall ensue. Oh, it's got a low tomato score, so. Fair enough. Oh, and then we have Jurassic Park 3. Oh. Yeah. Alan goes back to the island and finds a lost kid. And also, uh, there's a dream sequence and the raptors can talk. Alan. Um, <laughs> Alan. 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 <laughs> 
That movie sucks. That movie, uh, I would argue, is a a fun time. I enjoyed that movie. Okay. A lot of people do, actually. And I think it's because Jurassic Park 2 is long and boring. Yes. So 3 seems like a fun time after you watch that one. Yeah. And I liked the sort of weird family that they just thrown in there. And there was this whole thing with them. I thought it was fun. All right. I mean, Scarlett Johansson and Steve Buscemi could be fun. But again, there's going to be more content in... Either the the musical or Jurassic Park 3. I did just see Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah. So maybe we talk about the end of the first trilogy. Ooh. Instead of after watching the end of the second trilogy. That was terrible. Ooh. I haven't seen it yet. I should probably watch it then. Oh, yeah. Watch it before. Yeah. I mean, maybe if you want. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I guess are we doing Jurassic Park 3 then? I'll choose Jurassic Park 3. I used to own that on VHS. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I love Jurassic Park. I'm all about him. And I like this one. Okay. I love me a Spinosaurus. Maybe you'll dislike it on this rewatch and I'll like it on the rewatch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. That would be the nightmare scenario. Mm, Nightmare on Jurassic Street. Mm, My favorite crossover. (laughs) All right. We'll do Jurassic Park 3 next week. Uh, That's a short movie as well, which will be good after such a long, laborious film as Final Fantasy. Maybe that's why I like it so much, because it's a nice... Hour 20. Yeah, maybe. Good old hour 20, as I used to say. Uh, End it with the best quote from Final Fantasy. There's a Gaia inside the planet. (laughs) Um, My favourite quote uh, we didn't talk about, but it's when What's-His-Face, the guy from Mission Impossible, he gets impaled, right? A thing goes through his stomach, and he's like, ugh. Alec Baldwin goes up to him and is like, talk to me, Sarge, how you feeling? And he says, ouch. (laughs) That's pretty oh, yeah, funny. he does say that. That's a weird line. Yeah. My favorite is, uh, what's with her? What's with her and the captain? What's with her and that stupid plant? <laughs> <laughs> it is a pretty dumb plant. Fuck you, plant. Pretty- Whoa. Yeah, the plant had it coming. <laughs>